Welcome to episode 14 of the Family Travel Australia podcast. We are Katie, Paul and Jasper from the Feel Good Family. Join us as we explore this great country, Australia, its people, places and cultures. Welcome back. Hello again. Yeah, I know. I think you're going to break into song. <laughs> uh, soon. <laughs> well, here we are. We have had an incredibly fast week. The weeks are just, it's its crazy. I mean, I'm sure everybody agrees. What has happened to 2019? The mm. weeks are just rolling by so fast, and I'm sure it speeds up at this time of year as we are on the countdown to Christmas and New Year. The days just, I don't know, the days just feel like they're all one at the moment, don't they? Yeah, don't you think it's a little bit, people are a little bit more manic as well? What is that? I don't know. Do we spin quicker at this time of year? There is there is definitely something that happens mm. towards the, the Christmas break. I, I'm really excited about Christmas time, though, I have to say. Yeah, well, it's certainly my favourite time of year. In fact, I can be in July and put Christmas carols on if I need a little pick-me-up. And Jasper's definitely my son because... His uh, enjoyment of a good old Christmas tune is very apparent. So. Oh, look, let's face it. If we could have a Christmas tree up all year round, you would, and we'd be listening to carols nonstop. <laughs> I love it. But uh, it is, a, uh, I think, a good reminder for me that if I can get in and out of a, a shopping centre almost before it opens and before everyone else gets there, that's that's the only hang-up I've got with Christmas. Midnight. Midnight yeah. Christmas shopping. Yeah, get there when everyone else is not there. That's kind of what I'd prefer. But, look, um, Christmas definitely in the air. We love this time of year, and we are excited because Jasper really gets it this year. He uh, He's checking in with us on whether he's been good and does he think Santa will know that he's good, and so we love all of that as well. And what's most exciting i think about this year is that it is our first christmas in our caravan in our mm. new home on wheels so on so many different levels i think it's going to be such a fantastic christmas um something that we normally do is travel a lot on christmas day to get around to make sure that we're connecting and seeing all of our family and so this year we'll actually be able to take orange with us when we go so we'll <laughs> literally have our house with us which will be so good and we're about to get in and christmify as jasper says orange and put up those beautiful Christmas lights and decorations and really uh, get festive and make it feel like a really, really beautiful environment. So we're actually going to do a whole YouTube episode of our Family Travel Australia series on Christmas in a caravan. So stay tuned for that over the next week or two. So much fun. And it's great to keep that spirit of Christmas, you know, now in our caravan. Absolutely. Well, Orange has a, a whole personality. She's taken on a whole personality of her own. So it's awesome to be able to include Orange in our Christmas festivities. Yeah, and Jasper taking the lead on where the decorations <laughs> go and all that. No, it'll, it'll, oh, yeah. it'll be great fun. It'll be lots of fun. Okay, so we really probably should talk about all the amazing places we have been in the last week, starting with Splitter's Farm in Bundaberg. We just absolutely 
love everything about this place. Uh, Carly and Ashley, who own and operate Splitters Farm, are just our kind of people. They are just beautiful, salt-of-the-earth people who are doing incredible things. Um, they have this beautiful farm, Splitters, which runs on and gets its name from Splitters Creek in Bundaberg. So they're literally just I don't think it's even 10 minutes out of the center of town in Bundy and it is a proper working farm but what is incredible about this place is what has happened really by default I think in that Carly and Ash started taking in rescue farm animals now that could be um you know, babies that needed a new home or um, a lot of the animals have come, unfortunately, through drought conditions whereby the farm that they were on or the owners just couldn't feed them anymore or look after them because of the impacts of the drought that we're experiencing mm. uh, here in Australia. So they have taken on hundreds, hundreds of farm animals from piglets to chickens to horses to goats you name it it is a proper working farm it's old mcdonald's farm well actually jasper now sings old carly and ashley's mcfarm so that's his new song and these people are amazing i mean they both have full-time jobs yeah, they have incredible. five children <laughs> And they run this farm. So they are up before the sun rises, feeding out the animals. Mm -hmm. Then they, you know, do a miraculous change into their Carly works in the corporate sector and, and goes and, and does her full day in her role to then come back to the farm and look after the animals again. Totally inspirational and just amazing people. We were super lucky that they invited us to come and stay with them for a couple of nights. And so we got to experience what it's state, like. It, yeah, really? absolutely. Living and working on the farm. Um, what is really exciting news for splitters is that they've just had confirmation of their development application to go ahead uh, and turn their farm into a farm stay experience, which means they're putting in eight glamping tents mm -hmm. and a number of camping sites on the farm that overlook the gorgeous Splitters Creek. So you'll be able to actually go out and stay on the farm and do what we did, which is so awesome. And I'm pretty sure they're hoping to have that part open um, by mid next year. So make sure you keep your eye on that if you are uh, a Bundaberg or in that region local. But, you know, even if you're traveling through, it's definitely a place to stop. What they're doing in the meantime time and they have been running these for some time now are weekend walking farm tours and Jasper and I participated in one of these as well and it's so fantastic it is about an hour and a half on a Saturday or Sunday morning and it is great for families. It gives the kids an opportunity to get hands-on with the farm animals. And you basically follow Carly as she leads you around the farm and you get to touch and feed and learn about these animals and where they've come from. I mean, we got to feed 
piglets that were only a couple of days old. Oh my God, they were so cute, but ridiculously loud and a little bit stinky. Jasper got to hold a duckling, you know, so many good things. And just to watch the kids, you know, realize about farm life and, and really get that understanding. And Carly and Ashley are just so passionate. So, it is incredible the work that they're doing out there and the farm tours, please support them. Go out and do a farm tour with your family because the money that they raise goes back into feeding the animals. All the animals on the farm are supplement fed at the moment because of the drought conditions and that farm tour money helps Carly and Ashley keep those animals alive and look after them. Vet costs, you know, there's just so many things that go into running a farm. So definitely one for the families. What I found incredible too is that if you go and participate in the farm tour, then they basically say to you, you can stay and hang out at the farm for as long as you want for the rest of the day. They have kayaks down on the riverbank that you can go down, pack a picnic, kayak on that gorgeous splitters creek like what we did mm. i mean they're just they're amazing this is where they live and yet they open their gates and their arms to the community so please please support them incredible people and wasn't it fun to get out actually on the creek and oh. kayak i think that they have three or four mm-hmm. uh, kilometers of of frontage there onto the creek with a real diverse range of you know australian bushland and um, all the wildlife that comes with that as well. And Jasper kayaking down the river and uh, a couple of really amazing drone shots that we were able to capture through that experience as well made the the cut for that week's episode as well on YouTube. So, oh, it's, it's a beautiful environment mm. and they, they are blessed there with a number of uh, very rare Australian native animals as well. So definitely one to look up. Paul will put the details for splitters in the show notes so that you can uh, check them out. Excellent. So it was uh, a sad goodbye, but really looking forward to getting back, you know, mid uh, 2020 next year to actually experience the full fledged farm stay there at splitters. And then we headed off via Jin Jin showground we did well we were on our way to harvey bay but we decided because the time of day that we left and we i think we delayed our leaving splitters because we didn't really want to go did we Mm. um so we left quite late in the afternoon so we decided we'd do a stop in jinjin and jinjin's one of those great rural towns that you can pull up at the showgrounds and for a very small fee it was twenty dollars for us to uh, stop in there they have full hookups so power water everything that you need and it was great they have a full-time caretaker there it was just a really fantastic environment for the one night that we were staying there and as you mentioned we we left quite late from splitters it would have only been i think another hour up the road if Mm. that Uh, but being later in the afternoon we made that call not to be driving at what is a fairly high risk time during this dry season there's a lot more wildlife coming closer in um to the cities and we yeah we we didn't want to run the risk of uh you know running into one of those critters uh, particularly kangaroos absolutely you know, as the sun's going down and being an unscheduled stop we were able to use our wiki camps app mm-hmm. which is Love that app. fantastic i'm sure 
anyone out there who's traveling around Australia or planning to has either heard of or already has this app, uh, but really quick to find within your locale uh, a number of different options and prices, reviews, photos, you name it. So showgrounds are always a great option, you know, um, particularly for the price, mm-hmm. that extra bit of security or feel of security if you're concerned about free camping options in different places mm. you know that, that can depend where you are so yeah great yeah great the ginger showgrounds was was excellent and the caretaker on site was really lovely as well so that was fab so we basically pulled in quite late in the afternoon stayed the night and headed off fairly early the next morning and we were on our way to harvey bay uh, which was so nice to know that we were headed back towards the ocean and we had planned to go out with our very good friends at Whale Song Cruises uh, again with them. We've been out whale watching with them a number of times and we absolutely love their boat and their staff and everything that they do and knowing that we were out of whale season, we wanted to check out it's actually been something that we wanted to do for quite a long time. Their other fantastic tour, they have a few really. They have an afternoon sunset cruise, but the one that we wanted to do was the beach and barbecue tour. And they take you on their beautiful whale watching boat over to the west side of Fraser Island. And Fraser Island is just spectacular. And the west side is particularly remote. And so you get that beautiful experience of being out on the water. I don't know. We just seem to nail the days too. I mean, every time we've travelled with these guys, the weather has been perfect. The swell has been minimal. We've never had any issues on the boat. It is just gorgeous out there in Harvey Bay. And Fraser Island did not disappoint. So we left at 9am, 30 minutes on that beautiful boat straight out in that protected bay area so hardly any swell really oh, it was perfect uh, straight across to that uh, as you mentioned remote tip it's it's kind of uh, at the northern um end west um side of fraser island where they they take you which is actually the um old barge drop-off point huh. from about 14 years ago and they discontinued it so as far as a part of the island that basically no one goes to you really you're the only people there which is amazing (laughs) (laughs) and and i know we almost say this every time we do a podcast but the drone footage again that i took from the boat uh because there's restrictions actually you're not allowed to fly the drone from off the beach Mm. but you are allowed to fly it from off the boat which is interesting so i was still able to get i guess (laughs) arguably the same shots but from the boat um were spectacular Oh, I just have to jump in right now and say, like, we have been on the road three months. We have seen a tiny, tiny part of Australia. <laughs> We've seen a tiny, tiny part of Queensland. Yeah. Why would you go anywhere else? Our country is amazing, particularly when you see it from the drone. Yeah, it and it does. It really gives this wow perspective to each location and destination and I guess it, that broadens your scope of where you are, but also um, your understanding of, as you say, how just incredible how incredible it is. It is. Uh, so this beach and barbecue tour, you've got a couple of tenders um, that are pulled behind 
the main boat. Uh, I think we only had, gee, 25, 30 people mm-hmm. on board. Yeah. So yeah. a very small group of people. So you feel like you're being VIP, to Absolutely. say the least, with Captain Doug and um, his, yeah. Yeah, his crew um, member, Strawn, who did a great job. You're having a morning tea, which is basically a beautiful selection of fruit on the way out. And if you want this hot chocolate, tea, coffee, and mm-hmm. uh, chilled water and all of that. There's also a full-service bar um, that's available as well. And then you're anchored within 50 metres from shore, and then everyone is tented across. Well, I love that you got the option. So Captain Doug That's said right. to us when we anchored up, okay, there's options here for you guys to get across to the island. You can jump in on one of the tenders. We can put a kayak in for you, or if you're feeling adventurous... You can jump off the boat from the roof even if you want to and swim across. And I actually think out of the 20 to 30 people that were on the boat, all those options were taken up. We went across in the tender because we had Jasper, obviously. But there were definitely people who swam across and I'm pretty sure there were people who jumped in the kayak and came across as well. Well, actually, that's right. And and when I... um had the first part of the morning on shore with you guys and then I was taken back to the boat so that I could get the drone shots while there weren't any guests around, I guess, because it just makes it easier. They were off with the tender zipping people around in the big inflatable, you know, bouncing across the the top of the water there. And so I was kind of like, right, I guess. Well, that's right. Jasper and I were playing in the water and I looked over and I could see Paul standing on the back of the big whale song boat looking out thinking, hmm, what will I do? And I kind of just cheekily uh, mimed to him, just jump in and swim. And he did. I couldn't believe it. Next thing I knew, you were in the water and you came. <laughs> I kind of looked at you and I thought, okay, well, I'll just I'll offload my phone and I'm in. And it was great. It was it was How amazing quite a rush. was the water? Oh, I mean, the water's running at 24 on 24 to 25 degrees, I, I believe. And I mean, that's, in, that's incredible. It was. It was. Mm. I mean, I'm the first one to say I am definitely a wuss when it comes to going in the water. It has to be the right temperature. Otherwise, wussy pants won't go in but just once we hit that beach jasper and i were literally in the water for the entire two hours that we were over there he just blobbed and played and we just sat in the water it's even it was longer amazing. i think isn't it it's, it's probably it's two and yeah. a half almost three hours but uh we were able to also have a little bit of a, a minute you know, down where oh, it was so nice. Yeah, we we had, they had beach chairs and we put them under the the shady part of the tree. And it was high tide when we arrived, or the turn of of the high tide, and that was on its way out. So this epic beach was revealed over that the following two and a half three hours to where you just had this world class. Oh, the sand location. The sand. Is yeah. Again, amazing. Hot, that higher silica content. Uh, which makes it brighter, wider. Finer, just beautiful. Beautiful sand. Jasper loved playing with his trucks and his cars and it just was a really, really lovely day. And like you say, Paul, I think a minute out for us to just stop and have a bit of a relax as well So, and as a family. And it's funny because we're doing lots of amazing experiences but we're on the go all the time. So to actually be in a location where you are kind of forced to... I mean, yes, they had beach cricket. They had the inflatables that they were tying. They had the kayaks. They had toys for Jasper. They had fishing rods. Lots of different activities that you could choose to do. Or not. Or not. And that's my point. And you're kind of 
you know, you're, you're stuck, for want of a better word, on the side of Fraser Island, you're almost forced to relax. And look, didn't everybody have an amazing time? And not just us, like all of the other guests on board had such a brilliant time. Everybody was happy and relaxed. And what's brilliant is while we're all enjoying our time on the beach, Captain Doug is over on the main boat cooking up an awesome barbecue, salads. It was such a lovely spread for lunch. We all got to get back on board. There's also prawns. I mean, they they cater for vegetarians. If you have dietary requirements, you can just let them know as well. just awesome. Um, I I think the only, you know, negative thought for people was... um, when we had to leave, you know, I was like, how can I miss the headcount and stay on, on yeah. this? <laughs> Cast away <laughs> on, on Fraser Island. Paradise. Yeah, Absolutely. That's right. um, it's awesome too because it is only a half-day tour. So although we ran a little bit late because I think we stayed and played a bit too long, but um, it's not your entire day. And so for us or any family travelling when you've got kids in tow, finding tours that you know, take up the morning through till just after lunch and give you enough time to get home or or go and do something else is so, so good. So definitely one to check out. We love Wellsong. They're just, they're legends, just a family-owned business, absolutely beautiful people, and they take you to some pretty spectacular locations in Harvey Bay. And the last thing that I'll mention is if you are susceptible to motion sickness or Mm -hmm. seasickness, uh, but the rest of your family wants to get out uh, and you're worried about risking it, this would be the the people to go with because, or at least that location to get out on the water, mm-hmm. you're only out 30 minutes away Yeah. to, to you actually at your location. It's in Harvey Bay. It's on that, again, northwestern side, uh, which means it's very well protected. Mm. So as far as conditions, most times of the year, you, you're going to have a pretty pretty amazing experience and, and probably not have a problem. Yeah. You know, which is... Definitely right. don't let it stop you. No. And something else we should say is that if you are going to go and do a tour, whether it be the whales or the beach barbecue or the sunset cruise with Whale Song in Harvey Bay, make sure you tell them the Feel Good family sent you. Make sure you say hello because they are just gorgeous and will absolutely look after you. Yeah. They, they're wonderful. So while we're in Harvey Bay, we actually, through Whale Song, mm-hmm. um, we're tipped off that outside of your normal caravan parks, and there is a lot of options mm-hmm. in Harvey Bay um, and all beautifully located on the waterfront and, and, and that front area there, incredible. But they tipped us off for another option in Riverheads, about 15 minutes away, sort of south from Harvey Bay is the Fraser Coast RV Park and they're a fairly new RV park only having recently opened but what's awesome about them is that they are located on 75 acres in Riverheads and it is beautiful Australian bushland and so they've themed up the RV park in that real Aussie bush camp style make sure you jump onto their website and have a look because what they've done there is fantastic and Suzanne and Paul who own and operate the Fraser Coast RV Park are again gorgeous gorgeous people I can understand why Whale Song put us in touch with them yeah. and they spoiled us with a couple of nights in 
they have a little lodge on site called Mango Lodge and it is just beautiful. Uh, all wooden design, um, that mix of sort of wooden cabin with that Australian theme. Oh, the attention to detail. Beautifully done. Yes. Absolutely. Outdoor bath, just so fantastic. So they spoiled us with a couple of nights in Mango Lodge. And it's set on 75 acres. 75 of, acres of bushland. It's yeah. just perfect. And look, if you are going over to Fraser Island, um, you can leave your van there. They are literally five minutes down the road from where the barge leaves or the ferry leaves to go over to Fraser Island. So it's a really great location mm. if you do want to extend your trip and actually have some time on Fraser. Especially if you've got a big rig like ours. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because there's just so much space. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So a really good one. And we're so pleased that we, we got to stay there. And also, I don't know, we like being a little bit removed from the hustle and bustle of things as well. So plenty of options in Harvey Bay for van parks, but also very busy, particularly at this time of year, the height of summer and coming into Christmas. Something that wasn't mentioned to us at Mango Lodge, but that we were very impressed with was the accessibility mm, of the yes. layout and design of the lodge itself. So whether you're, you know, in a mobility um, device of any kind, a wheelchair, the, they have completely catered Absolutely. For, for anyone and everyone. So, yeah, very impressed with that. That's the first that we've seen that be such a, a contributing factor to design within a, a beautiful place like that. Yeah, yeah, Clever. definitely worth checking it out. Again, you'll pop the details down below. So we'll wrap it up there for this week. Um, a wonderful week coming up next week. We head to Puna, the Fraser Coast again, the beautiful Rainbow Beach via the 4x4 uh, super centre. <laughs> yes, let's get ourselves organised. Some gear, some safety gear, uh, and the coloured sands. I mean, absolutely breathtaking before we're on our way down to the Gold Coast for Christmas. We'd love you to connect with us on social media and our website, and you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and, of course, YouTube. Yes, our YouTube channel, The Feel Good Family, has our adventures every Sunday night at 6.30pm. So make sure that you get on and subscribe. And if you've enjoyed listening to our podcast, please subscribe and drop us a review. It really, really helps. Excellent. Well, thank you again for listening. Dream big, look after your family. And happy trails.